we do that today. Like, hey, how do you how do you rob a bank? You know what? That's probably YouTube tutorials. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. it's definitely on YouTube. <laughs> Yo, she picked this man up in a stolen car from prison. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> She's different, different. And then gave the him a choice. She was like, "What, what, what flavor would you like of of bad bitches?" And he was like, <laughs> "I mean, I don't know. I'm Michael Caine. Maybe I'll have them all." Yeah. And she gets mad when he comes back. Like when like, she comes back later, and they're the there. bitches I brought you. Okay, we can start. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to another, another episode of What We Watching. Um, how you guys feeling today? Good? Good. Good. We're all returning from... from yeah, from trips. We got facts. to... Facts. No rest and relaxation, but definitely a break from the everyday everyday grind. That's the kind of trips I like. Facts. Yeah, our trips are... I mean, me and Gabe went on a trip together, along with some other people, Brandon, who's here helping us out today. And... Uh, and yeah, our trips are are more more like are probably harder than work. <laughs> Waking up at four thirty and and going to sleep at twelve and just being being on on a hundred all day. Yeah, I'll be on it, boy. Like, damn, it's like, oh my god, he's a sicko. That also, that also he's a going sicko. On, that was going on the entire trip. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, probably drove Dell crazy. He probably oh, yeah, Del killed Del 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 But uh, you were we we did Utah. You guys are still going. <laughs> no, I'm good. We were all over Utah, South Utah, Northern Utah, Salt Lake City, all that. Um, when you were in Costa Rica, Omar? I was in Costa Rica, yes. It was a great time. It was Omari versus Wild. Very much Bear <laughs> Grylls vibes. Niggas was out with the animals in the jungle for real. You like were Marshawn Lynch in that I episode? Was my, yes. <laughs> Bruh, it was it was absolutely wild. Like I it was it's probably my most adventurous trip yet. So I feel like again, I feel like I'm preparing for a possible moment with you guys because it looks like <laughs> y'all really be outside for real, for real. Yeah, you definitely said, outside. I remember on one of the earlier episodes you said that uh and I quote, niggas don't be living off the land like that. <laughs> so I think I think when we go on our camping niggas, trip, yeah, we gotta bring Omari. Oh, that I'm would be that probably be entertainment. Yeah, and we gotta record it mm-hmm. and, oh, to make God. it a part of a the episode. Okay. What kind of what kind of what what, what what kind of camping are we talking about here? What what locations? We have living a, off the land. Yeah, we just live niggas living off the land. Oh Brandon <laughs> Brandon's hunting. Man, hunting. <laughs> We like yeah. to call it doing hood rat things in the wilderness. What? Like bow and arrows and shit? No. Who knows? We'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> bear hands. Bear hands. Grabbing hands. salmon out the fucking, <laughs> competing with the bears and shit. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get into today's moving topic. They kind of are intertwined. It was a uh, shout out to Tatiana. She gave us the idea of um, comparing an old movie and then a remake or another, like them, I guess a remake, re- them remaking it. And we are going with the Italian job for Great both choice. of those. The Italian job in 1969, and then the other one was what, 2003? Oh, Something like that. Oh, three, yeah. Oh, three. Yeah. So we want to do old, the original first. Yeah, let's just let's start with the original. This was the this is my first time seeing the original. I have seen the other Italian job probably like four or five times now. I like that movie a lot, but um. Yeah, so the original Italian job um, stars Michael Caine and some Michael other actors Kine. that I'm not too sure of. Because Hello, my name is Michael Caine. And um, his character just recently gets out of jail for 
um, what I assume to be theft again. This, oh, so both of these movies are heist movies. Right, right. Just to set the stage. And um, yeah, so he just recently gets out of jail and is already on trying to trying to figure out what he's going to do next, who he's going to rob next. And they're going to Italy to rob $4 million, which is 1969. It's probably like $30 million or something now, or maybe more. And um, yeah, and they have to contend with I forgot who they were robbing exactly, where was they were robbing it from, but they have to contend with the mafia, um, the Italian police, and I guess government or whoever it's, that's trying to stop them. And so he puts together a team and um, and gets the support of this other, like, I guess head, head honcho type, <laughs> type uh, <laughs> like thief mastermind or whatever, who is also in jail but is living like he's in a five-star hotel like he's at the Ritz (laughs) he has has everything he wants and he's approving people to do other other jobs and the guards and stuff know it it's kind of and the vibes I get from this movie is kind of like England versus Italy which is I know a rivalry in in soccer also but um, so it was very much very much a lot of that and this this movie is a little quirkier and and kind of like is like on the funnier end and just like almost Three Stooges kind of vibes and um, yeah, I think that gives a good gist without giving it all away. But would you guys? What were your initial thoughts? What did you guys think? Initially, um, I, I saw the nineteen sixty nine on it, so I knew what to expect cinematography wise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they did a good job, but it's just technology is so much more advanced now mm-hmm. than it is then, and to see that they like still were able to capture some of these th- these these uh areas that would be super difficult to light mm-hmm. like especially stuff like inside the vehicles and yeah. things like that like today that's like oh the biggest yeah. n- difference i noticed was sound oh 100% yeah. i was like for oh, sure. okay for yeah, sure yeah yeah 100% sound sound is like one of the one of the uh you know <clears throat> not to get too be too much of a history buff with film but when these when they first started making movies they were all like just with oh, music in films. the background they yeah. didn't have any sound and then when they first started with sound it was like the scratch audio from cameras right. and then so it wasn't until later that they started putting effort into the sound etc which now like the sound is just as important as the visuals mm-hmm. in the movies maybe not maybe even more so even yeah. more so yeah, yeah. definitely so um so yeah, I I saw the time period, so I knew what to expect, like cinematography wise. Uh, but like, yeah, stunt. Like I was interested to see, like it's a heist, so it's like, all right, there's probably gonna be some level of stunts, some level of, et cetera, and that stuff was hilarious to mm-hmm. me. And we'll get into it later, but yeah, that that was my initial thoughts. Yeah. And so, sorry to jump in on something I noticed when you said or when you were talking, but. The I guess like the the time period of movies back then like they weren't not that they weren't but they guess they didn't really push the boundaries on certain things mm-hmm. so like there was no real violence violence or if it was violence it was like off screen kind of and or most of it was just done in a funny way or like in a comedic kind of way because I I mean I don't know if this is true but it just seemed like all right they they weren't really pushing the boundaries or really showing gore or other stuff like that back then. Yeah, I think the first thing that stuck out to me was like the practical effects. So like when the first that first car rolling down the hill, I was like, "Damn, that's like an actual car." You know, yeah. like with shit like that now, it's like you'll just do a quick little effect, like you'll, you know what I mean? Like, 
it, it's so much easier now to, you know, create explosions and, mm-hmm. you know, cut in certain ways to create that effect on screen. But, um, yeah, like, it, I was definitely like, oh, wow, like, they actually threw a fucking guard down the hill. A few of them. <laughs> yeah, they did a couple takes. It was actually crazy because I think I, I streamed that one off of Prime, Amazon Prime, and they had a little, like, bulletins and notes on the side of the screen, like, showing, like, different, like, facts about the film. Oh, really? And, um, yeah, they were talking about that specifically and, I, like, the other car scenes with, like, actual practical cars. And they were just talking about how, like you were saying, like, they, like, were taking multiple takes with actual vehicles, like, rolling down the hill, exploding, like, and just, like, all the different other actions that they were doing in the different scenes throughout the film. So that was definitely the first thing that I was just pointing out, like, to myself, I was like, damn, like, that definitely, um, I'm, I'm sure that was, like, a nice little tax for for the director and, and the production team there. But um yeah, I mean overall it was um like we were saying before before shooting it it's definitely a slower vibe at the beginning mm-hmm. and you definitely um British humor for me has it, it kind of took British culture in general for me just kind of like took a minute you know, it's like free to catch on or just yeah, like, to understand. like <laughs> from dialogue to, to word usage and just like overall like British humor. It can take a little while. It's an acquired taste. Uh, but I enjoy young Michael Caine. Like he he I think he did pretty well kind of carrying the film. Um, he was a believable, you know, like bachelor, bad boy, you know, uh, leader. Um, so I, I enjoyed him. And the rest of the cast was pretty cool. I liked um, the team that he assembled. Um, and, you know, it definitely picks up towards the end, which I thoroughly enjoyed in both films, which we'll, I'm sure we'll go into later, just the similarities and the mirroring that they do quite well in between both films. Um, so yeah, it was, it was solid. Like, um, uh, some of the music usage was kind of, kind of mm-hmm. wonky, but again, it's like, it's the time period. Like this was like the vibe kind of like, um, and, and the tone was definitely, of its era, so you know, I, I when I when I turned it on, like you were saying, Gabe, like you know, you know what to expect when you put on a '60s movie, a '70s movie, '80s, or whatever the case. Like, you you kind of have to put on a different lens when you're viewing it. So, um, yeah, I mean, a lot of the different beats were classic heist beats, like from some of the music to the percussion that's used uh, in certain scenes to kind of like get you know scenes going. Um, so it was cool. It's obviously a classic and, and it shows it, the reasons why as you watch along. So this was a good one. This is definitely one of those that, you you know, you have to watch as a film fan. Yeah. One of the things I appreciated, especially with it being in the sixties is, uh, as you know, this was probably like my favorite thing about his character. It's the first thing he did when he left, um, prison. So he went directly to a tailor. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you just about to say let me get got him some all push. of this. Yeah. <laughs> that also happened. Yeah. And his girlfriend set it up. I, was set like, it up. I know. And then on? she got mad. I'm like, all right, wait a minute. Like, what you mad for? Like Yo, she picked this man up in a stolen car from prison. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> She's different, different. Yeah. And then gave the him a choice. Movie. She was like, What 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 flavor would you like of, of bad bitches? And he was like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm Michael Caine. Maybe I'll have them all. Yeah. And she gets mad when he comes back. Like when like, she comes back later and they're the there. bitches I brought you. I was like, <laughs> You're a little zapped, ma'am. But uh I mean again, like that, I mean there, there were you know, fun wonky moments like that where I was like, Oh my god, this is so like sixties, like it was, you know, I, I like that. And, you know, as the movie, like, goes along, 
um, you see more of those 60-isms, just some of the abrupt cuts, you mm -hmm. know, from scene to scene. Um, again, the dialogue and, and some of the interactions, the way that, you know, certain scenes are framed, a lot of long still shots and establishing shots, um, you know, of different locations. And um, so, yeah, I mean, moving through the plot, I, I thought it was, um, you know, pretty, pretty interesting, pretty cool for, and you could see like for its time, it was like, you know, it's interesting. I like Michael Caine's line where he was just like, $40 million through a, through a traffic jam. <laughs> I was mm -hmm. like, okay, yeah, that's pretty clever. Like, you know, it's Yeah, seemed... that's probably when like traffic was first becoming a problem. Exactly, like when, right, when exactly. people like, probably just started having cars. Yeah, people have cars and was like, traffic jam, traffic is the worst <laughs> yeah. thing ever. <laughs> By the way, I mean, I guess just to zip to that part, the most, I mean, it was probably the most like, like, can we get out of the traffic, please? Yeah. Like the noise of the traffic and just like the image, the imagery of the traffic was like so like a little annoying. I was like, please, can we stop this noise of the traffic? Like I'm like so ready for them to be out of these traffic seeds. Um, but it did bring like that like rush. Like when they really start getting into the heist, like you like, all right, like we, yeah. we in here, like we get ready for some money. Long, like, yeah. yeah, but it took a minute to get there. I will be honest. Man, I thought some of that stuff was hilarious. Let's just discuss how this movie he watches a YouTube tutorial on how to rob the bank. <laughs> oh yeah. No, the, <laughs> so the guy that the mafia killed. Yeah, the guy that killed was like I don't like I don't know why he was filming and talking to Michael Caine's character right. as if he wasn't gonna be able to do it right. in general. So like he knew he was gonna die or whatever was gonna happen. Maybe yeah. he was just like, oh, I'm pitching you this because I need some help. But yeah, so like that it goes like that entire thing goes I'm gonna fall interrupt you. No, no, you're all right. <laughs> I just felt like that was hilarious. I'm like, yo, we do that today. Like, hey, how do you how do you rob a bank? You know what? That's probably YouTube <laughs> it's tutorials. It's yeah. yeah. yeah, definitely on YouTube. <laughs> play YouTube video, tutorial. Yeah. No, I, I YouTube stuff more than I Google stuff now. Yeah. Like to really see how to do some shit. Like I enjoy watching, you know, videos from experts and like dude was really like going down the thing and like Michael I love that part because like Michael K's character's like talking to him like, Well, that's a great idea. <laughs> then, then he he's walking around telling people hey i got this good idea for a heist about how to do yeah, right <laughs> just like, like it's just what? like it's a sales pitch yeah. like yo like, how many people are you telling exactly. that you're about to go rob them like back, around and, but back then is like there's really i mean there was traffic cameras then like they probably just first came out like in italy but there was no like if someone were to tell him or to like snitch or something, no one's gonna be able to verify. Be like, no, I never said that. And then be like, oh, okay, like, <laughs> like that, that's all. Oh, well. <laughs> you could be willy nilly about whatever and just right. say, like, spill the beans on whatever, and then it's not really gonna hold up or whatever. Like, it felt like everyone was in on it. Also, right? Like, I guess from like the England side. Then, but yeah, the last hilarious part for me was during the like the chasing scene of mm -hmm. the little mini coops. The police cars, oh like when gosh, they stopped, yeah. bro, they, nothing was happening. No. Like they drove up on a roof, <laughs> stopped, and then drove down, and then his car just didn't work anymore. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> they that drove was up it. there. It was Super Three Stooges. They drove in there. Where did they go? Like they're on top of an arena. They yeah. could only be in a like up there. There's no other exit the, other than the way you came down. Just block that. Exactly. So there was a bunch of stuff where like the entire the entire time leading up to it, they the team was like making mistakes the entire way. 
Right. Like they were just like fumbling through everything. <laughs> right. And then when game time showed up, like everyone it was like a well oiled machine. <laughs> right, right. <exactly. laughs> and, then, and then the people trying to stop them, like this was their first day on the job. Right. It's like and then even in the sixties, Italy's old as shit. Like you should know like all the nooks and crannies at this point. Like and it's only but so many entrances and exits out of like a main area like Ven like it's Venice, right? Or is that the the second one? Which part of Italy are they in? I forget. In it wasn't. I don't think it was. Venice, I don't think this one yeah. was Venice. But yeah, I'm like, bro, like y'all should know, like where where they going and how they. <laughs> yeah, get and like, like during the traffic jam, like one of the cars is driving through like like the courtyards of people's houses while like people are just stuck <laughs> right. in traffic, and, and he's just like, I'm like why isn't everyone doing right. this? <laughs> <laughs> why is everyone just like, well, I guess I'm in traffic. Yeah. The, they don't. Their their cars are too big. The, the, oh the, yeah that was the other thing that bugged me out okay so you guys they stole this money yeah. in the form of gold like mm -hmm. gold bars right. they put these in these little mini coops you mean to tell me it didn't weigh down these vehicles at all <laughs> yeah like there's still the fastest cars on the road that's, that's what i'm saying it was super like the entire movie was pro england and like italy has no idea what they're doing right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they were even the cars, like the cars were in the they were red, white, and blue in the colors of of England. Right. Like there was red, white, and blue on that van they had. It was red, white, blue on the bus. Like everything was red, white, and blue. It was clearly obvious. Like the mafia knew, like oh, these are English people that are gonna come try to steal stuff. Why weren't they just targeting the English cars and just stopping <laughs> and just stopping those people? It was a bunch of stuff hell? like that. Oh my god! And then on top of that. Every time they lost a cop car, another one would just show up out of nowhere. Right. And I'm like, yo, that one was just destroyed. It's not the same car. Like, where how did they just... Yeah. yeah and then a... in the security room, like, they're just all confused. They got shit, beep, boop, beep, boop, boop. But they don't know what the hell is going on yeah. for real. Like, they're <laughs> reacting in, like, real time with what the heist, like, with the heist. Like, it was mm -hmm. so funny. I was like, yo, oh like, everybody's God. clueless. I think we haven't touched on it, but one of the funniest parts is... The genius professor who loved big, who loved big women, and they just played off that. I'm like, yo, what is going on? Like, why is this a plot point? Right. I'm like, why? And we like, sat on that for a hot minute right. too. Was, I'm like, he was like in in jail or in therapy or in something because he was like stalking big women. And then Michael Caine comes in and is like, oh, can you help us do this heist? And he's like, no, no, I'm not trying to do that. And he's like, look what I have outside for you. And there's two big girls sitting <laughs> in a car. <laughs> We're big as hell. Come he's down. Like, he's like, all right, I'm, I'm like, in. <laughs> Say what? no more, Michael Caine. <laughs> I'm here for the bigums. Oh my gosh, you know, it was hilarious. Like, and yeah. they were booking it with them gold bars and them mini coups, boy. Like right, they started fine. drifting. They started drifting through the mall. <laughs> so what you're saying is that Tokyo Drift didn't introduce drifting to That's the cinematic true. universe. That is true. <laughs> they popularized it and made it a global yeah, phenomenon. They were, like, they were elite drivers. A global drivers. phenomenon. <laughs> they were elite you. drivers in these Mini Coopers. Elite and drivers. I like I don't that know how, though. And I don't know how that fire truck didn't bust through those like big doors. Fact. When it was, ramming, it was ramming into it. When they were like when they were taking the gold bars that, out into the... That was a... Um, that wasn't a fire truck. That was a uh, oh, it was a, a tow like it, one of those like a new car carrier. Yeah, like a new That's yeah, what it was, yeah. But yeah. still, even still, yeah, for sure, it was like it was a, a damn broomstick like holding the the door closed. Right, yeah. exactly. exactly. Open it. I'm and like, it rammed it like seven stuff, times. I was like, yeah, this is this is three stooges on uh, like yeah, on steroids. Facts. facts. 
but nah, the scene, the, the car scene was definitely like probably the most exciting part of the film. Like I actually was like, okay, this is like colorful. Like we're getting some nice POV shots on the roof of the car. Like we're drifting. Like we're in Tokyo. Like so it's getting a little iconic. So I was it's like, getting right. like iconic. <laughs> <laughs> so like, wait, maybe this movie is a little scary. <laughs> how do we manage to insert Tokyo drift <laughs> into every episode? It's an art. I think we've been. I it's think an art. We have inserted Tokyo drift into every single episode at this point. There's something that needs to be done about that. Like, I really think we need to like really put this put a nip in the butt for real. We're gonna have to review Tokyo Drift. That's what's gonna happen. We're gonna have, gonna have, gonna have to review Tokyo Drift. That's I'm gonna, gonna have to sit in the middle for this one. So just <laughs> <laughs> Justice for Han. But yeah, but, um, yeah. Overall, I think. I mean, I like the film. Oh wait, we didn't even get to the end, where the um the bus driver was whipping it. In the, the mountains of Italy, bro. The one nigga in the film was uh, he was crazy. He was crazy right? I as was hell. Like, he was, I was like, guys, why the entire time? I'm like, wait, no one's around. Even, even, <laughs> even with the, I was first before they got rid of like the Mini Coopers. I was like, for what reason? Actually, no, the Mini Coopers. Yeah, get rid of those because they they saw you in that. Why get rid of the the um like the it looked like a Volkswagen van. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No one knows that you guys were in it. You guys right. been driving over the place in that. Why get rid of that? You could have had two two options or whatever, and then two you all pile into a van, and he is with like they're nowhere near you. Right, like fifteen like, cop cars have blown up behind you, <laughs> blown yeah. up behind you, no, or gotten stuck in a river. Plan's been foiled behind. No you. one else is on the road. Period. Right, right now, exactly. just you. The highway just empty it. as hell. And he's just, and not only is he, he's whipping it with the evil out. <laughs> yeah, like, one arm, one hand. <laughs> just like, I know. Yo, how, this can't end well. And I know well, yeah, this can't exactly. end well. And then now they're they're stuck on a ledge right now since 1969. Right. They've been it was stuck on it was a cliffhanger. Like the, this is the original <laughs> cliffhanger. cliffhanger. Yeah, actually. So what ends up happening is that they he's legit whipping this van, like probably like a tour bus size, like like back in the day tour bus size van. And to the point where, like, on cliffs where there's no railing, no nothing, and they just get stuck and they're teetering on on the edge. And then the gold is on one end of it, and then the rest of them are on one side <laughs> of the van, and that's the, what's balancing them from from falling off. And when they first went, I was like, why don't you guys pull the gold with you as you guys go? Because right. once you can't, you're not going to be able to go back. But it was just, that's the, the entire movie was that, so... Yeah, and, and that's no what way. I'm saying. So this goal was heavy enough to balance an entire bus with seven, eight people, yeah. but it didn't yeah. weigh down these Mini Coopers. They should have never got rid of the Mini Coopers. Those are supercars. Yeah, especially in the damn '60s, you go, they were gone. I mean, already they were outrunning the entire police force. Mm-hmm. I mean, they should have just stuck with that. I mean, damn. But or just had another set of Mini Coopers that they right exchanged different colors. Yeah. Facts. They had the money. Shit. Yeah, that was one of the funnier um, getaway scenes when they went into the car lot and just backed in next oh, to back, all the yeah, Mini yeah, Coopers. Yeah, yeah, and the police yeah, drove by and they drove out. <laughs> that yeah, one was actually was funny. But the, the some of the other ones was like, yeah, all right, we're driving across this this uh, mini waterfall, I guess you could say. Yeah. And all like the cars like are like, dam. yeah, all the cars are like driving perfectly fine. They're just gliding across the water. And then the police car just happens to run directly into like, they didn't swerve any, yeah. anything. They just drove directly into <laughs> a, the wrong part. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, what is going on? Yeah, like, that's like, what I'm like, like, it's definitely Italy versus England. I want to yeah. know what Italians at the time were like, what is this movie? I wonder what the Italians that they hired to be in the film in Italy were like, guys, come on, what are you doing? 
Like, <laughs> and then the guy in the mafia, his 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 main line that he has is, after they leave, he was like, "They're definitely not as dumb as they seem." Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. like, "Well, they're making y'all out to be <laughs> literally like, really stupid." In yeah, this no, movie. yeah. And another line, he was like, "This is a big operation. This is a very <laughs> big operation. They have already everything's already been done. Like we have to just literally react to everything that happens at this point forward." I was like, "Oh my god!" Like. I was like, finally, we got some music. I was like, this chasing needs like music, like right now. And then we finally get it. Like, um, I like that quick pan right into the um, when they were coming onto the highway and like they had the traffic and they were like, phew. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. it was like the first like little like cool like little like phew phew phew. Um, what else we got going on here? And yeah, I mean, I think I think it was a nice little ensemble cast that served. You know the the overall story. Um, you know, I, I, they were a believable group of you know uh, of, of thieves, criminals. Um, what else we got here? Back to like the beginning of the chase the, of the chase scene, like going to the mall. I love the colors. I loved like just the vibrance, just like the excitement. That's when again, that's when the film like really picked up for me, and I was like, yeah. okay, cool, finally, like let's get like this feels like a heist film. Um, but yeah, again, it's 1969. Like, you know, I I totally get it. Like, um, you know, like you like like we were saying earlier. Obviously, you know, you reserve some of your your judgment based on you know the time frame or time period rather that this film was was made and shot. So for its time, it definitely I can see it being you know a pretty like impactful uh, picture. So yeah, this was this was a this was a solid one. The the, the 69. Italian job. Mm-hmm. It's pretty hard to make a bad heist film. It is, especially if you get the right, you know, characters. This is cool. I know we'll, we'll talk about it with with the O three version. It's cool when you're able to get each, you know, um, what's the word like? Element. Not stereotype, but like, yeah, I guess stereotypical like member of the group. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You have, you know, the leader. You have, you know, the tech guy. Maybe then you have, you know, the driver or drivers and. You know, you have the guy who has, you know, knows the map and like has like everything plot out. Like we're gonna go to this shit, and then we gotta do. So, um, yeah, I think they did a good job with that. Now, some of these actors, I, I had no clue some who some of these actors were, um, and uh, but some of them are were incredibly tenured, at least in the British, you know, film mm-hmm. and, and theater realm. Um, so some of them had, you know, in later parts of their career, were in like films like Harry Potter and. You know, um, a lot of, um, you know, contributions to British uh, cinema. So, um, yeah, I mean, these are some really talented actors, and that definitely showed as well throughout the film. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I feel like it was just, like, a different world back then. Yeah. Like, just look, especially comparing, like, one that was so old to to the the new Italian job that we'll get into in a little bit. Just seeing, like, the, the differences and, like, the, the homages the second one paid. But, um yeah, it was kind of cool and just refreshing to be like, all right, this is... They, they didn't mirror each other exactly, but it was like, okay, this was this was what this was back then, okay. if that makes any sense. Right, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, pretty cool. So, we got to move like on to... Now, I guess we can... Do we want to get into rating it, or do we want to rate them at the end, or... I mean, uh, we can rate. We yeah, can rate it. We can rate. Yeah, it we can rate like, these. Kind of compare them. Both. So I would. I gave this one. I'd probably say a seven. Yeah, I would go seven, seven and a half. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go seven, seven and a half too. Yeah, it was. It was good, but probably because I'm. If I watched it back then, I probably like yo. 
That's the movie of the century. All niggas got to see the Italian job. Three, Y'all sleep. Three, three Stooges meets whatever whatever it was back then or whatever. And especially <laughs> if I lived in England, I'm like, yo, this is it. Like, oh, this shit is it, man. <laughs> we're, we're beating Italy in the Euro Cup. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'll go, I'll go seven. Yeah. We had to get into the second Italian job, the one in 2003. Another... I didn't even know the other one was an ensemble cast. I guess it probably was an ensemble cast at, at the time, but this one had um, Mark Wahlberg, Jason Statham, um, Charlize, most Charlize, Charlize, yeah, Charlize, yeah, Charlize Donald was Sutherland, in it. who I who I rocked with from um, uh, 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 the Hunger Games, who played President Snow. Yeah, super what's, tough. What's the guy's name? I always forget his name. From um, Ed Norton, the yeah, Hulk. Ed Norton, yeah. Fucking. Well, he was also in what's that other movie? The other. What um with uh with Brad and and what you call it? Uh, 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 oh yeah, Fight Club. Fight Club. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, really good cast. <laughs> oh, and then the old dude that's in everything. What was the um the guy who played? Yeah, he just have a evil... driver or dri- or whatever his last name was. Oh. I was I was saying his his last name in the in the film. I forgot his last name in the film. Oh um. One who gets taken out. First of all, yeah, yeah Donald Sutherland, him. who oh, okay. I had no clue was Kiefer Sutherland's dad. Kiefer Sutherland from fucking Twenty Four. Yeah, that's his dad. That's his dad. I, I had no clue. Yeah. I didn't even it's know crazy. That was his last name. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I mean, I've, I told you guys before, I watched this one like five times. It's one of, I mean, it was on Netflix for like a long time back in the day. Yeah. Like when and it was like under their like award winning films or whatever. It was or on like Netflix like this is like three a classic. weeks ago. This is huh? like a, it was on Netflix like three, three weeks, weeks ago. ago. They literally just took, just it, took off. it up. That yeah. I feel like that happens every time because yeah. um, Paramount launched their launched yeah. their. Oh, so it was on Paramount. Yeah, yeah. And they launched their streaming app. Yeah, this is a classic like FX Saturday afternoon. You know what I'm saying? You cook you whipping up you, a tuna yeah, sandwich. Yeah, but even seeing this in the movies, it's probably like was probably amazing at the time too. Right. But yeah, Mark Wahlberg kills it. Everyone, everyone like kind of kills it. Um, Seth Green can't Seth have a two thousands yeah. movie without Seth Green. He can't nineties two thousands movie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah, all the elements were there. It was funny. It was like, I mean, I guess emotional and or whatever. So the way to give a gist of it, they um, they do another job stealing gold, thirty five million worth of gold. Like the the movie starts out way faster than than the original. Yeah, they get right to it because it starts out with a heist, and you're like, yeah. wait, it just happened. This is this movie over? <laughs> like they already completed the they already completed the job, but um, yeah. So they steal some they steal gold from. I'm guessing it's like a mafia or look. It seems like it's illegal or something, just because the people who were guarding it were. It wasn't really in a bank. It was a safe in in some room, and they blew some stuff up and stole it. So this whole heist scene happens in the beginning, which is really good. And then uh, Edward Norton's character turns on the crew that um, Mark Wahlberg kind of that Mark Wahlberg he's Charlie in this one facilitated turns on on their crew and ends up uh, killing I forget his name Donald what was his name Sutherland, Donald Sutherland. Mm-hmm. yeah Donald his Sutherland's character, character. and um, and Jason Statham drives him off the the side of a of a bridge into freezing cold water and they luckily happen to have um, what is it? A, like, scuba like scuba gear, gear. or like a, yeah. a tank and, and regulator down there, and ended up pretending they were they had died in the in the crash or whatever. So the movie then turns into okay, we're gonna steal this money back from Edward Norton's character, and um, 
get some revenge and get and basically get revenge yeah so obviously it's a more dynamic storyline than than the first one there's a lot more intricacies into the storyline um and as we already discussed like this seems to be like a more of a studded cast than the other one but we weren't around back then to to know know. but like just hearing the, the names and what like characters they're playing and I'm like oh I'm looking at this I'm like you know how long it's been since Jason uh, Statham has been like like I feel like he was like a, a background like right. type of character yeah. you know how long this? it's been since Jason well, Statham he, smiled in a film yeah. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> I was like he's happy as hell in this I movie. watched his movies and I'm like mm. He he only what caught like well maybe one or two bodies right. yeah he gets that out the Jesus way in the preview kill everybody in this film <laughs> he gets that out the way in the preview of his new movies yeah <laughs> right <laughs> he kills like twenty niggas in the trailer yeah if they make a, if they make a TikTok about the film it's, he drops more bodies than that yeah no, I, I mean I feel like everyone kind of had their equal weight in this one but maybe probably yeah, for sure Mark Wahlberg and Charlize Theron a little more than yeah. Rightfully so. I mean, the first thing that stuck out to me was just like the automatic, you know, charisma and lighting up of the screen that Mark Wahlberg does. Um, I totally kind of I didn't forget, but you're reminded of how well he has developed over the years in film and just like kind of like straight out the gate. I forget when he actually started with with film, but this is pretty early in his career, I'd say. It's definitely before The Departed. and he he's, he does very well. He's very comfortable on screen. Because I know when he was getting started, a lot of people were like, oh, psh, this this guy, the you know the, the Vanilla Ice knockoff, like what's he going to do on in a movie? Like mm-hmm. he's, I always enjoy watching Mark yeah, Wahlberg same. on film. Like he he was really, really just like super chill. And, and you know, he helped set the tone for sure with this picture. Um, and everyone else kind of fall, followed suit and brought their own edge, but at the same time kind of matched his energy. So yeah, that's kind of like one of the first things that stuck out to me. Um, I love those warm scenes in the beginning with Donald Sutherland's character, uh, uh, Bridger. Yeah, they uh, really set you Mark. up. <laughs> yeah, they set it up for real. Like you're just like, okay, we like this, you know, this bond, this dynamic, being, yeah. exactly the dynamic, the father son um, dynamic. Um, and it's like obviously he's gonna get with Shelley's at the end, and you know, continue on. You know, he's gonna find that girl, which I thought was really nice. Um, it was super obvious, but like still nice at the same time because you know you get kind yeah, of, and it wasn't and during throughout the movie it wasn't like obvious that that was going to be it, a thing. They kind of right. had like, hey, like we have a relationship outside of just like romantic a romantic relationship. So Facts. that was cool too that they didn't like it wasn't in your face the entire time. Like, all right, like just kiss already type deal or right, whatever. Right. Like we know what's and, going and on. And that's just the the great nuance in, in town of Charlize as well. Charlize Theron's another favorite of mine. What's the last film I saw Charlie's in? Um, I think. Um, what you call it? With? Fast Nine. Not fa- oh yeah, Fast <laughs> Nine. I was getting ready to say. Um, uh, what's the uh, other movie with cars in the desert? Where uh, uh, Furiosa, Mad Max, Mad, yeah. uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Loved her in that. Like she's just so dynamic, and I, I love seeing her. She's underrated uh, character actor. Like she's really good. Like diving into roles and like becoming a completely different person well, she was film. in she was in that netflix one too where they were oh, like yeah where they were they're like, doing a sequel to that they were living forever yeah, kind of thing yeah i like that joint the yeah. guard or something the guard the guard that's what i think called. it was called the guard. oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. that was good yeah she yeah. can was, carry she a film like she's a really she's 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 dope i like her like she's just like a boss she's giving me like she can do vibes. yeah she can do everything she can do like all right yeah. i'm the pretty unassuming girl or i'm the like yeah she was super woman. cold in the in the Snow White film as the evil witch. You oh, know, seeing yeah. her in that, 
the the I think it was the one with Shorty from um, Twilight, and she was like the evil witch. And, and what yeah, movie? it was. It's um, called Snow White and the Seven. No wait, Snow White and the Huntsman. Snow White and with, the Huntsman. Um, Chris Hemsworth and uh, uh, I'm trying to pull it up right now. What's her name? But yeah, she was super like ice cold in that. Um, but yeah, I um, yeah, she was great in that. Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart. Um, yeah, so I think I think this one was like to me. I felt like it was the the better movie, or I enjoyed it more. But um, you can definitely see like they definitely they it wasn't the same story, which I also enjoyed. You made it was a remake, but it wasn't like spoon fed or like the exact same or whatever. Um, but you still had the homages paid. Like they all had quirky stories about how they, how they got their names or how yeah, like I love they became <laughs> they yeah. they became a team. Um, Mini Coopers were still a really big part of it. Uh, what else? Yes, yeah, gold and. Italy tying back to Italy was was part of it too. Traffic jams was like yeah. So they had all the elements, but it was kind of like all right, let's update this to make it to a movie that people today would enjoy. So that was going to be my question mm-hmm. because I don't know if I consider this to be a remake. Right. That's yeah. That's another thing. I don't know if I consider this to be a remake because I it has a completely different like storyline. They give nods to the original film, right? But I don't. It's different. It's so completely different. Like, mm-hmm. the, if this was okay, I'll compare it to another like heist film. Ocean's Eleven and Ocean's Twelve. They're two different films. It's right. like a sequel to the sequel, next one, yeah. I guess. If you if you want to say that, but they're two different films. Like they have a lot of the same elements, but I wouldn't say Ocean's Twelve is a remake of Ocean's Eleven. And I kind of right. feel like that with this. Like this mm-hmm. has a completely different storyline, and it's like they give nods to it. It's like it's mm-hmm. like Tarantino did with Django. Like right. He gave nods to the original Django, but it wasn't a remake by right. any stretch of the right, imagination. Right, right. And so looking at these films, I'm like, okay, I can see where they pay homage. Like, what it was like, oh, what's the distance in between this and this? And they're like six feet. And they look at each other and they go get the Mini Cooper. So I'm like, okay, they're giving a nod to yeah. the original. They actually even drive through some tunnels at one point. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, they're giving similar a nod. Similar scenes. Yeah. yeah, similar scenes. They're They're giving a nod to the original, but... The dynamic and even even having some uh, involvement with uh, mafia, mm-hmm. they they're giving a nod mm-hmm. to it or whatever and paying homage. But I don't know if I would consider this a remake, especially yeah. in today's climate where like when you see remakes, remakes they like they legit they like remake Beauty and the Beast, or yeah, whatever it's like, like they yeah. le- Lion King, like mm-hmm. they remake it and it's the exact same storyline, but they're trying to like modernize it or update it. Yeah. yeah, like this this these are two completely different films. Yeah, yeah I mean, so, I mean, go ahead. Yeah, this is like basically, so this is 03, so this is the turn of the century, and this is basically Hollywood just kind of like, they're just starting to figure out like, okay, if we take an old property that mad people know and connect it to like a basic ass storyline, this is going to put butts in seats. Like, we know this is just, you know, they could have really named this like, you know, whatever, heist in Venice or something, you know what I'm saying? Like, it could have just been a basic, like, just like, whatever. Or just made it a sequel. And yeah. just had like... Or just a whole new thing. I mean, they had Michael Caine, yeah, and Michael like they could have like made, made it, make Michael Caine Donald Sutherland's character, and like, hey, like I'm passing the torch, kind of right, deal. They could have right. done that, but yeah, yeah. I, I think this was kind of like Hollywood trying to figure out like how can we bank on like old shit, like how can we like still like bring that nostal- the nostalgic factor, but also trying to incorporate a new new flavor in, into the into the um, the mythos or you know the the connection with the old material. 
Um, so yeah, I, I definitely saw that too, where it was like, all right, well, yeah, this is kind of like loosely, but I wouldn't say like I wouldn't necessarily say it was a remake either. But at the same time, it's like this is you know forty years later, so that, yeah, a lot of shit's gonna, gonna be different. You right. know what I'm saying? Like whole, I mean, the boat chase, like at the beginning, it's like. You know, you didn't really have high speed boats like that in the 60s. You know what I'm saying? So it's like there's different aspects that are going to be a little bit different. I mean, again, like in the 60s, you could get away with a whole bunch of shit. And even in 03, you could not get away. I mean, this is post 9-11, so you're not getting away with nothing in 2003. Um, and so you have to be a little more intricate about how you would go about a heist. So, you know, there are definitely some differences that definitely kind of pull you away from that original film. Um, and so, yeah, it, it gets some, it's in some murky water when you try yeah. to figure out what kind of adaption this is. Yeah, I think we all felt the same where it's like, all right, because like, I watched the the other, I mean, obviously I had seen it before, but I still watched the newer one before I watched the older one. I was like, oh, this isn't like a one for one remake, but understanding that, like you said, there was a 40 year difference in between. It's like, okay, they kind of couldn't right. just repeat it and it. And, and, and do it that way because it wouldn't have made it wouldn't have made sense. People were like, "No, there's no way they would have gotten away with this in today's, in today's like if they would have, like they the all they did was change like a, a video or something or like a videotape mm -hmm. in the original and that's what shut down the entire like right. DMV or whatever. <laughs> so they were they weren't they weren't gonna be able to do that. And I think, <clears throat> but some of the remakes today are like they're happening ten years later yeah, and like twenty years recent, later. So they're right. super recent. So it's like okay, we can still kind of. Mirror it one for one, and a lot of the remakes are are fantasy anyway, or like made up stories. So it's not right. there's no nothing real, really real tying it to Lion King. Like Lion King is it was a cartoon, it was made up, and they just made it the real version or something. So right, right. I kind of yeah. give them a pass. Where I'm like, okay, like, and I, I kind of like that it wasn't exactly the same. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I I agree because normally I don't like remakes. Yeah, like I said all the time. I'm like, yo, there's so many untold stories. Like, why are we redoing something mm -hmm. that's oh, already right. been told? So normally I don't like remakes, and I'm like, oh, I like this movie. I, I like both of them in mm -hmm. their own right as their individual movies. But I'm like, oh, I don't know if I consider this a remake. Even yeah. even from the standpoint of like, because I think the he pit when he was going around in the original when he was going around pitching this heist, he was saying that it was going to help stimulate the economy. <laughs> he was saying they were going to go steal the money and bring oh, it back and, and it was going to yeah. help stimulate the yeah, economy. And redistribute like, the wealth a little bit. <laughs> the, the, the second heist movie is like, Nigga, we just want to be rich. Yeah, to get some bags, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying. Like, right. it's, yeah, it's a complete... was like, I need a shoe collection, nigga. Yeah. I need it's a like... shorty to clean my shits. I need, you know. <laughs> it was yeah. So I'm like, I I like 100. I I watching it, I was like, okay, this is definitely like a filmmaker who watched a certain movie growing up, and they really liked that movie, and it was like. You know what? I like this movie so much. I'm gonna pay homage to it, and I'm gonna do my version of it. Yeah. Like yeah. that's the kind of like mm -hmm. gist that I got from it. And I wouldn't necessarily call that a remake, right? Yeah. yeah. And the director's F. Gary Gray, who directed one of the installments of Oh my gosh, the Fast and Furious franchise. That's right, the Fate of the Furious, the eighth installment. Um, one of the better ones. Nineteenth, nineteenth highest grossing film of all time. He directed Friday, set it off. So, could you could you say which one of the Fast and Furious films was the least 
grossing of all time? The least grossing. Does that matter, really? Does that really <laughs> matter? Money doesn't always matter. Right, it's the art. Game. It's the art of it. <laughs> it's the impact. It's the legendariness of it all. It doesn't really necessarily mm. have to go to the box office all the time. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. It really doesn't. Just know? ask it. Just ask I mean, it. look, I mean, the Italian job ain't make buku dollars and it's a classic film, all right? So it's like, yeah. you, you, you know, when it's legendary, it's legendary. <laughs> it was so. Wait, was this was this um, Jason Statham's like prequel to becoming the transporter? Because one of the transporter movies question. did it come after? Because <laughs> he was that question. he was definitely that that uh, that character in this here. movie. Let's see. Oh, I forgot F. Gary did Law Abiding Citizen too. That's my That's shit. Yeah. That is my. Oh my! Not a transporter God. was before this. Oh, before? transporter was two thousand two. Two thousand two. Ah. Okay. So, so just like, that's probably why he was a driver in this. Yeah. Right. Handsome Rob, like all like like you, you said already, so they were like how they introduced every character and how they got their names or whatever were were all funny. I'm not I'm not continuing this episode of the podcast unless you guys call me from now on refer to me as the Napster. The Napster. The Napster. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. That was mad funny. I was like Seth, ah oh, Seth Green. Where's Seth Green, man? He was like everywhere for like a hot minute. Like yeah, another movie we watched recently. He was in it. As well, and it was a similar uh, character. With him being held by the gorilla? No. Nah, the Their movie, I think the most recent movie that I can think of is him being held by a gorilla. It's with held Kevin James, John Travolta. They're in a zoo. Oh. Held by a gorilla. I think I know what you're talking about. Old, I forget what it, it was. Is it Old Dogs? I think it, I think it might be. I know what movie you're talking about. I remember that scene. But I'm talking about. Oh, not. <laughs> well, I say Kevin James. It's uh, Robin Williams, 2009. Old, old Dogs. dogs. Look, mm. it's even on the poster. Yeah, I remember it. Oh, wow. He was in. Oh, he was in without yeah, a paddle. Yeah, yeah. Also, I'm pretty sure he's in without a paddle. Okay, okay. But no, he's in the, another movie that we're going to review soon. Enemy of the State, and he was a similar character. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Just a classic '90s, 2000s, you know, supporting cast. You had to actor, have him like, in there. Have to. Have I didn't him realize there. how short he was. Did you guys see that when yeah, in the Italian job? Yeah, he's when natural. he was sitting in the by the um by the baggage claim, I guess, of the train station. And then he stood up, and everyone, everyone was a head foot or a foot taller than him. I was like, Mad what? Tony. I did not know. Mad Tony. No wonder he fits in the back of a van of every, exactly. <laughs> every movie. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. You have any more any more notes? On let's see. Let's go through my notes, man. The, but yeah, I mean, I love again. I mean, and and this while the same way that the '69 one brought some of those classic. You know, heist tropes. This one, you know, kind of upped it for its time. With it, kind of made favorite. new ones. It kind of yeah, made like, like, new, like I loved, I loved the assembling of those types of films. Like bringing the team together. That's always my favorite part. Like yeah. you know, that's this guy. Kind of like eighteen, the eighteen vibes. Exactly. And it's like he had this going on, and he, you know, he he created. An and we found early. him this way. Exactly. Like, <laughs> and he like rolls up like, "What's up, guys?" He's right. Yeah, I like, feel like that's a that's like one of the core parts of a heist film. Yes, gotta just, get the just like a, 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 a fight up. movie. Like you gotta have a training, like a training montage. A training montage. Mm -hmm. In a heist film, you gotta bring. It's gotta be like, all right, you're bringing these people together. How are they gonna be involved? Exactly. What I know. What's their specialty? Yeah, yeah. What's their specialty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Most Def blowing his ear off at ten was oh, hilarious. Yes, that was bad. And that's how you got the name Left Ear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo. But yeah, and then with this one too, yeah, they do they they mix it up a little bit because I wasn't even expect I I I think I've seen this one before, but I totally didn't remember like in that third act when Edward Norton was like, "Oh, 
nah, I know who the hell you are. Like, I'm about to clock your T right now. Like, you trying to, like, catch me. Like, and I'm three steps ahead of all y'all. Oh, like, yeah. I know who your so daddy was, is. Yeah. I know, you know what I'm saying? Like The amount of, like, not twists, but, like, plot changes or, yeah. like, all right, you thought it was going to go one way. Exactly. And the movie changes. Like, in the beginning, they showed that first high school. is like, all right, they're about to, like, maybe the police are going to be onto them and they're going to be mm. running away from them for the whole movie. No, this guy turns on them. Then they have the whole thing set up, then a party ruins it, and he ends up finding out that he's the daughter of the guy he killed because of a quote she says. Mm-hmm. And then they all show themselves, and like, all right, now it's a different dynamic. Now everyone knows like what's going to happen. Knows what's going on. Everyone knows what's going, what's going, yeah, what's going on, and now they still have to pull it off somehow. They have to think on their feet and, and switch it up. Right. So. Yeah. So it becomes like a double... If you haven't seen this movie, definitely watch it. Yeah. It's yeah. it's like I would say it's a must watch for yeah. I would I would most definitely. Yeah. I love, love evil Ed Norton. Like I thought he was yeah, pretty facts. such a like a douche. I was like, yeah, yo, like, like I was so glad when Charlie's got to finally punch his ass. Like yeah. cause he was just when mad. He was hitting on OD. her when she was the cable woman. Yeah. And I mean, even from the beginning, I mean he lit when he when they when he gets the truck when they get the truck to with all the other characters to fall into the the ice cold lake. I mean, he it, yeah. lights up the lake. Like oh, yeah. he's like trying to make sure everybody dead. Like lighting that shit. I was like, yo, like this is pretty savage. I don't remember like a, a like a film in this time period where it was like it starts just so completely like no holds bar. Like mm-hmm. he's trying to make sure everybody dead. Um, so yeah, shout out to Ed Norton. Like he definitely played the antagonist really, really well. And then I mean, even going towards the end, he's in the helicopter. I mean, just like he don't care what, what how high, how low he's got to be. He's like, bring this helicopter down. I'm trying to Yo, stop they, these motherfuckers. Like they are ruining like, my shit. That's the only part. I was like, in what world in Los Angeles is a helicopter going to be <laughs> flying between buildings and? The police are like the air force isn't called They're right. Like, like yeah, even in, yeah, especially yeah. Oh three, it's like nah. We definitely call the air force. We putting this helicopter down. The like, helicopter went care. under the highway. Like yes, bro. <laughs> it was. He was not playing with them. Yeah, that helicopter pilot was lit. Yeah, <laughs> he was in it. Yeah. So um, yeah, this was a good film, and I like it in the end how everyone gets what they want. You know what I mean? I, yeah. That's another like classic for a lot of like films as well, except like, for Norton. Yeah, well, yeah, no one has Yeah, but all the cool guys, all the protagonists and supporting cast with the main protagonist, they 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 all you know get the dreams. Yeah, and that every they time wanted at, from the beginning, right? And every time you think that like, all right, they didn't think about this, then Charlie, Mark Wahlberg's character is like, all right, I already planned that in. I'm like, right, exactly, <laughs> like, exactly. Oh, I'm gonna like we can steal this money. He's like, all right, I already paid him. Right, you're getting taken away, and they're gonna do you. You killed his cousin, so. I've already made my deal. Right. right. Exactly. <laughs> that, that guy play he he plays a Russian bad guy in everything. For sure. I don't think oh, he can yeah. play anything else. You yeah. can't you don't you can't see him as a loving father. Like <laughs> <laughs> you, I could. I could see him as a loving dad. father. But if he was a loving father of like a, a family of hitmen. Yeah, exactly. Or like he, right, he, yeah, he, he, he was like right. a single father that'd and he has a daughter that he protects with his life and his entire like, like being <laughs> like the uh the family? Is that what it's called? The family? It's with Family, who's in that one? Hold on, hold on, hold on. The family. Let me see. What I can see him as like a loving mob dad, but just like <laughs> loves with like an iron fist and like tough love. 2013 action comedy, The Family with Robert De Niro. De Niro and Tommy Lee Jones is in it. Yeah, it's Tommy Lee Jones. So him and his family, after uh, he snitches on the mafia, they, he has to move his family into a witness protection uh, program in a French town. 
and despite their efforts, they despite their efforts to keep in line, his wife and children can't help but resort to the things the family way. So they're doing like oh, mafia okay. type stuff. Yeah. So like they go into like a, a, a local grocery store and a, a person in the grocery store is giving them a hard time and they, they blow it up. Oh. Or like a guy is hitting on uh, bullying the son in the school and the daughter's like, you need me to handle it? He's like, nah, I'll take care of it. And he ends up setting them up to like get jumped and then beats them up with like a lacrosse stick in like a very vicious way. It's <laughs> so, like the whole- oh, I need to see this movie. Yeah, the family's- <laughs> Lit. Damn. Yeah, no, it's so hard. <laughs> the family's lit. And the crazy thing is, like, he's like a vicious killer from the mafia. Mm-hmm. And he's like trying to convince the neighbors that he's like a, um, a family guy or whatever. A family guy who's a writer who just sits outside in like his garden and writes on a typewriter. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, he's the exact opposite of that character. That's funny. That I'm about to check it out. But would you guys, would you guys rate this one? I go eight, eight and a half. I was about to say, yeah. If the if the first one is seven, seven and a half, this one's definitely you get a, you get a point on on this one. So eight, yeah. eight and a half. For I'll me get, I'll, I mean, I give it a point and a half because I said seven the first one, eight and a half for sure for this one. Right. Might even go nine half had I not seen more movies. But I saw this kind of the first time when I was a little bit young. And I was like, yo, this is the greatest movie. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg was killing it back then too. Like, yeah, yeah no, that was Mark, one of my favorite movies growing up too. Mark. Mark yeah. was doing his thing in the early 2000s and then going into the 2010s. Like, Mark, again, like, I, he he definitely carried this film as he's done with others. And um, he's just great with action. Um, he's super, super, he brings a lot of wittiness and, like, Yeah, uh, I like charisma. that he doesn't, he doesn't overpower also. Yeah, he doesn't A lot of, a lot of like, actors were, like, they're big name and then they're going to overpower and, like, the entire screen is theirs where he can... He can be that person, but also like get assists too. It's like he gives you everyday guy, but he just so happens to be like a world, you know what I mean? Like he's a mm-hmm. world traveler slash, you know, as you know, super espionage, you know, like just aficionado, and like yeah. he, you know, he's well connected, he's well read. But he's unassuming at the same time. Yeah. So I, I really like that about him. He, he brings a lot of nuance to his to his roles. Yep. Definitely recommend this movie too. Big facts. Big, well, big, both big of them, facts. Yeah. If you feel like watching a, an older movie, yeah, or just seeing a like a classic. Do a twofer. And again, like we were saying, they do a lot of mirroring of, of some of the different shots, particularly with the chases. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With the tunnel scene, them going through the tunnel. Um, you know, even in while this one was in Venice and the other one was not, you definitely still saw there was the POV shot on top of the boat, like mm-hmm. as they were like in the chase and um so again yeah a lot of a lot of mirroring that that you know does the callback that you know if you saw that original film you'll 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 catch and enjoy yeah they did they did so many like things differently or like that you wouldn't expect in a way in the in the um the of the 2003 one where like i i want to talk about them was like oh i really like that part but i don't want to like give it away (laughs) give it all away because it would definitely watch it kind of thing facts but yeah, Big that's uh, any any closing remarks, anyone? Closing remarks, closing remarks. Oh, my closing remark is: I want to hear anything about me wearing long sleeve when we go hiking on these mountains <laughs> because it was about fifty men in black suits 
on a mountain in the first one. Right. Oh, in the first like, one. What yeah. was that? <laughs> just like, standing there that in, shit was in black pants. Like, when he was in the prison. Remember <laughs> yeah. when the when the main the main villain guy was in the prison and everyone was like clapping in the prison like yeah. a choir oh, or yeah. something. Yeah. But they didn't, <laughs> they didn't know any better back then. People <laughs> people were hiking in in full suits. Gabe. They didn't know any better back then. There's yeah, no. Or maybe or, or maybe they just were more concerned about being fly. You ever think about that? I mean, you can still be fly with some kind of hiking gear and like athletic wear. You, I mean, you you have your suits, your sweatsuits. I don't hike in sweatsuits. I'm in hiking gear, it's just long sleeves. <laughs> okay. All right, get your point. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's my closing remark. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Both, honestly, you know, classics in their own right. I mean, they both bring aspects. Uh, they contribute different aspects of the heist film blueprint. Um, that we see in, in tons of you know action thriller uh, pictures today, um, and uh, yeah, both casts um, were pretty well rounded. You get a little bit of everything from each support supporter um, in the film, and um, yeah, everyone kind of plays their part, and uh, they come together very well. And they're carried by t- both films are carried by two really really good actors. I mean, we all know Michael Caine; he's you know the classic. I mean, a, a huge favorite of. Um, Chris Nolan, and he's you know obviously the great Alfred in the Dark Knight trilogy, um, and so yeah, it was cool seeing a young Michael Michael Caine. Hi, I'm Michael Caine. Yeah, so he um, he definitely killed that, and then and then Wahlberg Wahlberg did a great job in in the remake, um, and so yeah, definitely check these out. These are these are two you know really cool films, and it's always good to kind of go back. It, it's difficult, you know, especially for our generation to kind of go back. You know, Pat, after like the eighties, like it can get difficult trying to watch film for a lot of people. It, it can be it can come off very dated it can come off you know a little out of touch at times but it is important to kind of you know like you were saying um gravy just like getting that you know perspective of what it what things were like what was the viewpoint of mm-hmm. filmmakers of creators during these time periods and um you know how they brought you know their perspectives to life in film at the time so it's definitely a cool little you know little peek into into history yeah oh yeah Close remarks on the original one. Thank God, sound got better. Because <laughs> so, I mean, it wasn't time. terrible, but like you can you can tell. Yeah. Like some of the car scenes where they're driving, like okay, they're actually driving. And yeah. Oh, you yeah, can no, hear it drive, echoing. And then if you want to, if you do a comparison, I mean, it's not a heist movie, but if you go from the sound, even from the the newer Italian job mm-hmm. to Ford versus Ferrari. Oh yeah. Sweet yeah. baby Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I mean, one of them is like souped up Mini Coopers. The other one is like, right, right, <laughs> right, right, right. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, yeah. the sound design of, you know, is the still like, yeah, it, it's sure. still no, no, improving over time, yeah, right. for sure, for sure, yeah, definitely, definitely. Awesome, All right, guys. with that, we can close it out. Was it finger? Was the guns? Michael Caine. I'll do Gabe's favorite. <laughs> 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 no.